Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Playwright Repertory Podcast. I'm Mitchell Huntley, here again with my co-host, Sarah Lena Sparks. Hello. And today, we're going to be talking about... What are we going to be talking about, Sarah? I can feel the love. I know I went through, like, a thousand different keys, but today we're talking about... Love. Today we're going to talk about love. Today we're going to talk about a little thing called love. How many references to songs can we make today? That's, that's I don't know. The There's question. a lot of songs about love. I would say probably like most songs are about you love. Can, at the end, of, after listening to this episode, write down how many references to songs you heard us say. Or not. And send them in, or not. Or not. And send it to play at podcast at gmail.com. And we will, uh, and the winner will get a shout out. I don't know our... who needs to tell you this, but somebody needs to tell you this. And I'm not speaking to Mitchell. I'm talking to whoever's listening. Do whatever you need to do today, babe. Do whatever yep. you need to do today. Don't yep. listen to nobody. Just, uh, I mean, make sure it's like morally all right and legal and do it. Just do it. I don't know. End of episode. There's that. nothing left to say. <laughs> just, yeah. Okay. So today we're <laughs> going to be talking about love. We're going to be talking about, uh, we're going to talk about love scenes. We're going to talk about relationships. Relationships. In the plays. In the plays. In the, on the show. Um, and yeah, we're going to talk about just like, some stereotypes that we see often that we uh, think are a little overblown. Things that are uh, not healthy to be shown in the medias. And yeah. So, uh, Sarah, what are some stereotypes that, that you see in plays and public... What's it? Public media. Uh, popular media that you I don't, don't know like? if we should be calling these stereotypes or archetypes, but I mean like... Like, there are only, like, what is it, like, six and arguably seven stories in, like, the entire, like, any story in any culture. There's only, like, actually, like, six of them. And there's a really funny, my professor, once again, the show is just me thinking about references that I don't remember completely, just, like, vaguely remembering <laughs> references. But, like, yeah, so there's not a ton of stories in the world. Same with, like, song, songs. It's, like, it's all the same chords and notes at one point. Like, they're all the Four same. chords. Yeah. yeah. And so, um... And it's not even like, that's not even bashing anybody's artistic ability. It's just like, it's like we all have this inherent knowledge of things that we create. But um, I don't know, you know, the usual boy meets girl, boy loses girl, you know, and there is nothing wrong with those stereotypes. I mean, like, sometimes it's all you want to watch. Like, <laughs> I have been watching... In this pandemic, I have watched so many hours worth of Twilight. Um, I, I'm i obsessed with it. I, ha I had to start like limiting myself so I don't watch it too much because I don't ever want to get tired of it. But it's just like it's so simple and it's all that my brain can handle in need. And I can I can just think about nothing but like Twilight sometimes, you know. And just like the world gets a little bit better. So there's nothing wrong with that. That being said, like she was a girl. He was a vampire. Do I need to say anything but Do I like, need to make it any more obvious? That being said, like I just want everybody to be aware, like 
most relationships like portrayed in like any kind of media or platform or storytelling a lot of times are like very bad relationships yeah they're awful (laughs) and emotionally abusive relationships which is never something that is good because then we think that's like what we want but it's like that's just like not real life at all so I don't know. I don't know if I can, like, name all the stereotypes or whatever. I'm just saying, like, stereotypes and archetypes, there's nothing bad about them. Just always be wary with how you're using them. Embrace them if you want to embrace them, I would say, you know? Yeah. I my I just have qualms with, like, a lot of the abusive behavior yeah, that, exactly. that happens in um, in love scenes. I don't, I don't watch that much love stuff because... Um, because apparently I I conform to society's you don't, uh, okay. heteronormative. <laughs> also, just like facts about Mitchell. Ideals. Mitchell, you don't consume that much media like at all. I consume a lot of YouTube, man. You a consume lot of a lot of news. Educational YouTube. Yes, you. I love, do. I like, do have a news addiction. That is a very true fact. You love like news and like nonfiction. Um, I take. I, I I don't necessarily love a lot of non. Fiction. I won't read a lot of nonfiction, but I really don't read a lot of books. But I, I do, I do like a lot of history and stuff like that. Yeah, which you don't is nonfiction. You don't like <laughs> consume that much stuff that people have like made up like creatively. No, no, I, I still, I don't know. I, I think, especially now that I've um, that I finally watched all the Marvel movies and. And I'm now in like Star yes, Wars. Marvel stuff and Star too, Wars is like the watch. only thing that you indulge yourself in. I indulge myself in a lot of WandaVision theories. I'm yeah. just going to say that. That's I, I you, you can chat me up anytime. I will talk about my theories about um, about who Quicksilver really is on the show. But that's that's but just, like uh, you don't listen to music. I, that's that one's that one's awful. I don't listen to people playing music like, oh, I love this song. And I'm like, I've never heard this song because it's by so and so who was a SoundCloud artist. And no, no, no. I, I, I'm gonna rip you. No, I'm not gonna. Are rip you gonna? You. Are you gonna say since since you've been gone? I wasn't even gonna bring that up, but you brought it up, so here it comes. But damn it, I was just gonna say like we will be in the car or whatever, like pre-COVID, of course, and just like listening, I'll, I'll put on music and it's, or me and Mitchell used to, we went to the same high school. We'd be at the same dances together and there would be a song that everybody knows. That's just like, Oh, like, was it even like love story by Taylor Swift? Just like, no, 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 that one, that one I know. I wouldn't associate myself with you if you weren't a Swifty, but like, yeah, just like, there are some songs that just like people, know these songs like they're just pretty normal and Mitchell just doesn't know them and it's not even like oh I don't listen to mainstream music it's like you don't listen to music right 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 what I'm saying when people are playing like these SoundCloud artists it's not because like they're obscure because that's like SoundCloud artists are not like the main thing um it's that um it's that I just don't listen to like the music I listen to a lot is like like old like 70s 80s like progressive i listen to a lot of elo is what i'm saying and a lot because of electronic led orchestra because your parents listen to that well i was raised on it and so i know i 
but That's I feel why writing, like writing what, musicals both in the 70s style. I just feel like you don't like turn on music sometimes and just like listen to music. Like this bitch. I have, I have, yeah. I've been trying to get this bitch to listen to Hades Town for years and you still you have not. <laughs> Not all all of the songs, but I have listened to a lot of the songs. Okay, so it's been a while coming. Also, that's that's just the fact that I I have um I have attention issues, and if I have a song playing, that's all I'll be thinking of. I'll be looking up the lyrics. I will be looking up what the meaning is behind the song, and I will focus on that. I have a lot. I have a lot of attention. It, it uh, must be problems. it must be a hell dome in your brain. I never want to live there. You know what I mean? Just like not being able to like listen to a song and just like chill out and listen to the song. Yeah, no. Well, I, I sometimes I listen to like classical music if I want to write, but like otherwise I'll just be like, nope, I need dead silence to write. Mm, um, I get that. Like I don't really like putting like on music like when I'm doing my homework or things like that. But I, I like when I go out walking and stuff, like I all listen to music. Back in the day when I was um in AP World History, uh for my I think my second assignment I I did it while listening to Hamilton and that was a bad idea because mm. it took me like three to four hours to do that homework. Poor I didn't listen <laughs> I know. I and when I didn't listen to Hamilton, it took me thirty minutes. Poor Mitchell. I have I have a, I I need to um see people about potentially having ADHD. <laughs> But that's not important for this. I this don't even remember podcast. how we got there. I think I was just saying, like, Music. I don't think you know that many, like, you don't consume that much <laughs> stuff that, like, has, like, archetypes and things like that. So I don't, yeah. I, don't I was know. just using that as a disclaimer. Maybe I don't, I haven't watched a lot of movies, but I do know of a lot of movies and they're, like, their archetypes. Yeah. And I yeah. mean, like I said, there's, like, there's, like, not that many. So, you know, one that's movie. True. You know all the mu- you know all the movies, but we're talking about plays, bitch. Um, <laughs> and when it comes to theater and relationships, I don't know. There's so many dysfunctional relationships on stage, like so many. And I feel like that's movies too. But and I we're feel not like just including including relationships between man and horse. But that's that's not that's yeah not a- exactly. Um. And I feel like movies too, but I feel like the plays that get talked about and get like a lot of spotlight, especially from the 90s, have like really terrible relationships. Yeah, they're always about people in like abusive relationships. Or like who don't know how to handle grief or something like that, you know. Yeah, to take it out on their spouses and partners. Exactly. And so uh, if you are a playwright now, I just encourage you to explore all that you can explore but also know that like you can display like functional relationships and like i don't know that's a that's the thing that i could get behind like i would love to see that love functional relationships like um jake and amy in brooklyn 99 that was leslie leslie and ben and and parks and rec like that goals they're goals honestly they're like these are relationships that the the they the the two people in the relationship makes themselves better, you know, like oh, uh Captain Raymond Holt and Kevin in uh Brooklyn Nine Nine, best relationship. They're 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 our dads. Yeah. Our our television dads. Of course. Just like there is ways that you can portray really nice relationships without having it being like super like dry. Either super PDA or super like abusive. Mm-hmm. I think, um, yeah, you can, there are ways you can do, can I talk about 
to all the boys three yes. or is it too soon for spoilers no you can say just okay um we're going to put a warning now yeah i'll tell you one um uh in a right now i'm going to uh, in a second i'm going to give a warning and tell you what time code you skip to so that you are not spoiled um if you have not and do intend to watch to all the boys um to all the boys i've loved forever. before always, always and, and forever. forever forever all right skip to 1542 now okay you have been officially warned because i want to talk about that relationship it's because a bad Laura one Jean should not should not have taken him back peter kavinsky like, sucks <laughs> and yes he does have like trauma but like it's not her job to fix that she doesn't yeah. have to deal with that that's not on her and I think I think he was being just really controlling when he wanted her to go to Berkeley. Like, well, and it wasn't even just like wanting; it was assuming that yeah. oh, after a year you'll transfer, it'll be fine. It's like whoa, 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 whoa. Especially if you're creating media that's supposed to like be for younger audiences, and younger audiences does not just mean children; that also means teens. Yes. Um, um, and I know, like at the end of the movie, like Laura Jean's like, oh, I'm at NYU and we're doing our thing, but we got this. It's like, girl, he's been kind of like not great. And Mitchell, you didn't even see the last one. I didn't. No. You didn't see the the middle one because honestly, it was not great. You didn't even need to see the middle one. But America's Loretta. sweetheart Jordan Fisher was in it and he was the <laughs> perfect boy. Jordan Fisher is my mom's like number one celebrity crush and she's seen him multiple times in person and always goes up to him and I think it's so funny. I mean, how can you not? His smile is just it's fantastic. Yeah. Anyway, but um yeah, so like Peter Kavinsky is like a terrible character. Just like Yeah. <laughs> I, and I don't know if it's like I, I know that this is like prejudice, but anybody who plays lacrosse is not for me. <laughs> lacrosse players named Peter are just, you know what? If you're a lacrosse player named Peter, what are you doing listening to this podcast? I don't know if I, right I, now? I mean, I don't want to say that. If you're listening to our podcast. Sorry, sorry, sorry. If you're listening like, to a podcast, I'm sorry. It's just, there's. Frankly, you're probably not listening to this episode, but yeah, if you are, I don't, if there are any <laughs> lacrosse players listening to this episode, please. You have tell way us. too much self-awareness to be a lacrosse player. And I really I appreciate I don't want to say like all lacrosse players are like dumb dumbs or whatever. Hashtag but just, not all lacrosse players, but a but lot just of like players. a lot like <laughs> it's like it's like one step above is just like polo players. And like at that point, we're just come I don't on. even think I've ever met a polo player. I'm not rich enough to have met you're one. You're from Massachusetts. That's why. Yeah, um, I'm really alienated from Carlo. Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I uh, and I think there was a moment, a moment, one sparkling moment when I was like, oh, maybe this is a functional relationship when he was when he was like. When she told him that she didn't actually get into Stanford, but she the got first into thing he said was, "Are you okay? Are you okay?" I was like, "Yeah, oh, totally." Okay, maybe he's not as bad as I thought he was. And then he assumed he assumed that she was going to transfer after a year to be with him. Come on, come on, come on, come on! Get out of here! Get the fuck out of here! Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I think, and she just she deserves so much better. She does deserve better. I think yeah. this episode is literally just like how we feel about like relationships portrayed in the media, and I'm okay with that. Are there any <laughs> other relationships you want to talk about, real quick? I'm trying to think. I mean, I, that I like you said, I don't consume a lot of media. Um, uh, this is just a short one, but I know in this one, 
I'm not to, I'm not giving a spoiler warning because you're too late. Like if you really cared about it, you would have known already. But um, in Gilmore Girls, there are a lot of things in Gilmore Girls that, first of all, never be with the Gilmore. They're terrible in relationships. Second of all, um, Lane, Rory's best friend, should really have ended up with Dave. Dave was the perfect boyfriend. And I know that they only cut his character because he went to go, the actor went to go and be on the OC, hashtag OC. But, um, like, Dave was the perfect boyfriend. And then for Lane to just, like, it felt like, like, I know that they're cute, but it kind of, like, felt like settling, not a super big fan. And then Rory, too, I think my sister is, like, a diehard Logan Huns, like, team Logan Huntsberger, but he just sucks. Like, I, I think he sucks. Like, he's cheating on his fiance with Rory now. Like, what? And Rory's probably pregnant with his kid. Like, what? Like, adult Jess is so much better. Or, like, Rory, like, find someone new who's not, like, dressed as Chewbacca. I don't know. If you don't know Gilmore kissing Girls. Booth. Oh, my God. Kissing Booth. Wait, you haven't kissing... even seen that, though, have you? Yes, I have. You showed me it. I showed you Kissing Booth? Yeah. <laughs> I don't I even remember I think was, that. I think, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We watched Kissing Booth. I, I don't remember if it was the... F- I don't think I've seen the second one. It's like a terrible film. <laughs> yeah, but the, I've seen the I've seen the the first one. The guy in the- Kissing Booth is terrible. Super I just bad. don't get why. I don't get why always the, the girl and ends up choosing the douchebag. No, but like, okay, it's always portrayed that by choosing the douchebag, and she's like a motorcycle. Become- yeah, she's, like, becoming more independent. And, like, he's teaching her to, like, ride motorcycles and, like, be independent. Like No, she's becoming codependent with him. Yeah, like, girl, <laughs> like... Oh, my God. Wait, Mitchell, 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 Mitchell. Yeah. Are we going to talk about after? Yes, I was going to talk about after. Oh, got it. But oh you also God, have to talk after. about the story of why we have both seen after. <laughs> okay. So, it's, are we allowed to say at this point that we, we were... Are we allowed to say? Do we sign a contract? I don't I, know. I don't what think... Are they going to no. Do? That I don't movie think they came do. out the like two to... years ago. It doesn't matter. <laughs> they don't have any money. They lost a lot of money on that film. Also, so... no, they didn't. They made a second one, and it was like number one on Netflix for a while. I don't know why, because that movie was awful. And so Sarah and I were um, were part we of the... We went to a test screening. The test audience. And we after. didn't know what movie we were going to be watching, but it was just like, oh, hey, we'll pay you 40 bucks, I think it was. If it was you... 40, it was too... I never redeemed the money, which is really sad, but, you know... I my, did. My, my, least, yeah. You know, I didn't think it was worth... I didn't protest. I, I, I thought they need they need some money out to, to rework that film. Yeah, test but, screenings will normally give you money for watching the movie, and then you answer, like, yeah. a questionnaire afterwards. But you don't know what movie you're going to see when you go into this test screening. So Mitchell and I went to the once, test... Once there was, there was one... I mean, they gave us a flyer for, I think, Abominable. Yeah. Uh, afterwards, well, so that one you would know, but... Oftentimes, the they don't tell you, yeah. and it's like you get paid to just watch a movie, and it's like, okay... And, and just so tear it to shreds. <laughs> me and Mitchell went and saw after. I had no idea what this was um, until I came home and my sister was like, oh, what movie did you guys go see? And I was like, it's called like after. And she's like, you saw after? Because I guess in like 2016 or not even like earlier than that, like 2014, <laughs> it was a big fan fiction on Wattpad 
um, of a girl envisioning her life with Harry Styles. And, like, those oh, fan fictions are, like, steamy. They're, like, those trashy romance novels, but for, like, young adult girls, you know? Oh. And so we were watching this, like, kind of steamy movie um, of, like, just, like, a terrible couple and terrible people. And yeah, it's it was just- so funny. Imagine if Harry Styles had like 50% less charisma mm-hmm. and 200% more angst. That would be <laughs> 50% less charisma, 200% more angst. It's it's just maybe less charisma than even that, but it was just like this awful awful film about about this girl. I mean, if you you if you know after you know what this is about, but those who don't, it's about this girl who who goes to college and while she's at college, she meets this really mysterious and and like brooding angsty kind of guy. And so she breaks up with her uh, her high school sweetheart to I don't know if she wants to fix this guy or she want to fix him or she just want to be super steamy and angsty. Mm-hmm. And all I can think about when I saw that film is that his half half brother, step his stepbrother was the best goddamn actor in that film. Mm hmm. Yeah. Anyways, the, the boys also the boys also suck. like the son of like the dean or whatever. Yeah, relationships also just often suck in media. So I encourage all playwrights to uh, let's correct that to to put some better stuff out there because there's no reason that relationships have to be terrible to make like any kind of conflict in a play. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can you can do so much with, and that can be a point of contention, but like. Doesn't yeah. have to be like I. I saw this article the other day because it was Valentine's Day and it was like, it was based off of that like TikTok. Um, there's this like TikTok soundboy bite challenge thing. Um, that's like name something that we glorify as a society but is actually like really wrong. And one of them was like tumultuous relationships and like yeah. being like those just like are probably emotionally abusive and unhealthy. And by seeing it so much in the media, like if we partake in those, then like we think that's okay, but it's actually super not okay. And we need to be able to recognize when a relationship is like healthy for you or not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Try to think of another example. Um, I think we're okay with examples. We've kind of talked a lot. (laughs) Yeah. We're kind of just tearing things to shreds. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I think you can always, just like these characters can do better, I feel like we, as writers, can do so much better than these awful archetypes yeah. of um, of abusive and codependent relationships. Mm-hmm. I think, I, I think it'll actually free you up because I feel like so often we see relationships on the stage or the screen um, that are just um, that are that people want conflict, need conflict in their plays, so they add these this relationship drama. And I feel like you can have characters in a relationship while not making it all about their relationship. Mm-hmm. Like you can have, I want to see, oh, I want to see, um, oh no. Oh no. You good, bud? Oh no. What are you thinking? You lost it. Can you describe it at all? No, it's not my thought. What is it? It's my computer. It went dark. Oh, no. Oh, my. Has it been recording this whole time? 
Holy crap. Oh, we're so damn lucky. You should keep that in the podcast because I think that'd be really funny. Oh my god. I I that was scary for a moment there. Um what was I saying? Uh, <laughs> you're talking about something. I don't know. You're talking about a specific relationship. You're like, I wish I could see this, but Yeah, it like you can show like a support system. Mm-hmm. Someone being like like someone just showing people chatting and being like funny and like making jokes to each other. Show couples like having like little jokes and inside things that the audience audience won't get, but will just build the atmosphere and environment. Or just show couples that like are understand how to exist in the universe together. Like you know what yeah. I mean? Of just like you know when you get to to like a point with somebody, like I'm sure anybody who lives in somebody's house, like with your family Like, where, like, you can get up and you don't have to say good morning to them, I think is, like... And it it could be nice to say good morning, but, like, when you don't have to say good morning to somebody, I feel like it's just, like, oh, you very much understand how to, like, fit... How you both fit into each other's universe, you know? What I mean? Um, Of just, like, two people who really understand and are happy with their relationship, I think would be okay to see, you know? Yeah. I th- yeah, I think and I think it just sets a good example, I feel like as a society, because we're maybe I'm not. the I don't consume a lot of media, but I know most people do. <laughs> I'm just a weird anomaly. But just showing. Showing relationships that are that are healthy. Yeah. Is something that can just really. Um, it just puts that good energy out there and shows that we don't have to. You don't have to settle for codependency. Yeah. You don't have to settle for um, abusive relationships. Totally. I feel like it would be just, it's very, I don't say inspiring. Just like it, it it's just, just shows like, things we need to be able to see it. You know, like there needs, yeah. like representation is like a big thing to talk about. And different things need to be represented in a ton of different ways. Like, yes, we need to see representation of every kind of color, shape, you know, every society, every culture that needs to be represented in the media. But so does same with people with disabilities, um, non-able-bodied people, you know. But um, just like also that applies to relationships in the way that we put relationships. And as writers, we have such a power to like bring light to, you know, different kinds of relationships, what relationships should be, how people should handle different relationships, you know. Um, Like I know that... You know, there's so many like relationships that are like terrible and then like the person will go back to that relationship. And I've had teachers be like, oh, and like you want them to run away and like get out of there. But like, isn't it so frustrating that they're in it? But it also is like, but it would have been more gratifying for them to get out of it. And it's just like, you know, it, it, it just totally normalizes being in an abusive relationship. Um and it's like that's super not okay so you know i think just like as a writer you have to understand that your words do carry weight in ways that you wouldn't even think of but just like you know everybody's gonna you hopefully we you're gonna have a ton of people watch your play and you know if you can show like hey this is what you should be in a relationship like this is what's healthy or this is how you get out of an unhealthy relationship you know I think that's good, too. So. You may be wondering what just happened. And the fact is, we lost 
25 minutes of my recording because my computer I started went started just going to my Denira. My computer is a piece of shit. Um my computer is a piece of shit and it Sorry. lost aren't and it lost that's not your fault. It's my computer's fault. Uh it lost basically the entire game and most of the conversation. Mitchell made a really fun game about candy companies, and we learned that I know nothing about candy. But because I don't want you to miss out on the enjoyment, we're going to replay this game, and Sarah's going to pretend like she knew all the answers. I probably already forgot. <laughs> well, then we're going to replay this game just as if nothing ever happened. Okay. okay. So we're going to play this game called Infectious Confections. So... The aim of the game is to guess the candy company the from the, the description game? that I say. And it's a FRQ. It's a free response. So there's going to be a lot of uh, hand wringing, or at least there was in the previous version of this. Mm -hmm. uh, all right. Question one slash 11, because we're starting over. Founded in 1894, this chocolate company can give you a wild ride as well as a segmented chocolate bar. Hershey. That is correct. <laughs> I honestly I didn't know for this a second. One, this one she did she did figure out. So this one this one is real. This one's real. Um, question two: This multinational candy company, founded in 1911, has godly strength in cornering the market of confections. Mars and something else. Mars is correct. <laughs> oh, just, just Mars. Mars. Okay, just Mars. M and M's is Mars and Murray. We, that was something I, I mentioned, I discovered in the part that didn't get, you know, destroyed. Question three. <laughs> You're going to heart this candy company because they're just so darn good at striking up a conversation. If you remember this Conversation one. hearts. Do you know who makes the conversation hearts? Nestle. Oh, this it was a bad clue, though. Right? I don't remember. Brock's Brock's conversation. Hearts. Yep, don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Question four. Founded in 1946 in Italy and the biggest candy company in the world, you'll go hazelnutty for their chocolates this Christmas Day. Fun fact: their most famous delicacy is Italian for rock. Ferrara rock. Ferrara. 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 That is or as I said earlier, it's a rock. It's a rock. Oh, you missed you guys missed all the bits, let me tell you. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> question five. Founded in 1866 as the Anglo-Swiss Condensed Milk Company, most Smarties can name this confectionery. Nestle. That is correct. Wow. 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 Uh, question six. There's no restoration needed for this Japanese company, as they do everything from candy to pizza to baby formula tainted with radiation. Meiji? Yes, the Meiji restoration is the... They make the pizza, killer. too, and baby formula? Yeah, they do They do a lot. They're a, they're a dairy company. Mm. It's their roots. Yeah. So that's uh, that one took a while in the original, <laughs> because it was a very confusing question. 
Question seven. I'm losing my sanity very slowly yeah. uh, as I realize how much we actually lost. And I'm thinking about how many pages I have to read, and I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Question seven. Don't worry. Even if you don't clean the filter, you won't find this candy company in your dryer. Lint. That is correct. Man, this one, this one, this is where we started to take a nosedive. Um, mm -hmm. uh, this is where we started to take a nosedive. But the next question, next question was one that was uh, was uh, an oasis in the, the horizon. I don't I guess I'm losing my sanity. Yeah. Question eight from Fairfield, California. This candy company really gives Birdie Bot a run for their money with the number of flavors they have. Jelly Belly. That is correct. So here's the thing. In this original question, it, I wrote Birdie Bot's with the apostrophe S, but because it was possessive, we did not know if it was Birdie Bot or the whole thing is Birdie Bot. It's kind of like Brock's Conversation Hearts. So that was that was the confusing. And I think we agreed it's actually Birdie Bot. It's actually giving too much money to J.K. Rowling. Mm. Um, you know, she's richer than the queen. Awful. Awful. Mm. Yeah. Question nine. This one, this one was a, was a, uh, this one took a lot of time. Always on a winning streak with their chocolate. This Belgian company doesn't horse around. Godiva. That is correct. And I'm not going to say that Sarah didn't know the, the myth of Lady Godiva. But I didn't know it. <laughs> but she did not know the myth of Lady Godiva. Uh, if you, in case you did not know, Lady Godiva supposedly, um, this is a story well after she died um, to protest her husband uh, increasing the taxes on her people. She said, if you if I ride naked through the town, you can't raise the taxes. Apparently, everything's about not wanting to pay taxes. Um, and so she did. Is she a feminist? Supposedly. Is she a Republican? <laughs> is she a feminist Republican? <laughs> Libertarian, maybe. Um, question 10. This one uh, she'll get. Founded in Los Angeles in 1921, this company really must have seen it coming when they let Lucy and Ethel work the production line in the famous 1952 episode of I Love Lucy. Seize candy. My that favorite. That is correct. This is Sarah's favorite. I... So one of the things we realized as we were going through this and um, back in the original, the original take uh, is that Sarah and I have uh, different histories with candy. Um, <laughs> you make that sound so mysterious. It's just like, I don't know candy. <laughs> yes, Sarah, Sarah doesn't really have a sweet tooth. If, if it's for anything, it's for baked goods. And even then um, it's like, mm. <laughs> Like, I love to bake, but I will bake and eat one, and then I will give the rest away. Oftentimes to me. Yes, that's true. This is very true. But yeah, so that was Infectious Confections, um, as well as the a recap of all the great points that Sarah made after my <laughs> recording was lost. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. It's like most. It's like what most people do when they listen to the episode. They just tune me out and just listen to you. Oh, which is what they no. should do. <laughs> Oh, my, sanity is gone. my sanity is gone 
I mean, this is like a 30 minute episode now. It was a whole hour before. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, man. Yeah, I've been recording for an hour. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, man. This is this is this is the worst. It's the worst. Um, but yeah, so that was Infectious Confections. And that was our episode on or at least half an episode on on love stories relationships and plays awful archetypes and why sarah still watches twilight i love twilight team edward all the way i can't believe anybody would be team jacob thank god we got that segment still in yeah thank god i mean if that was out the whole show would be ruined be ruined (laughs) be ruined if you have a piece about relationships hopefully Healthy ones. Uh, you can or send about them. anything, not just for Or about anything. I just like to tailor them to the episode. You yes, know? yes, 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 yes. Yes, 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 yes. Of course, of course, of course, of course, of course. Um, you can send them our way on, uh, well, you could do tinyurl.com slash PRP submit. Or where else can you send them, Sarah? Where else can you send them? We have a website. Website, website, website. So this website is playreppod.com. That's that play, like as in playwright, rep as in repertory, and pod as in podcast. podcast. Playreppod.com. And you can find all of our information there. You can find information about past episodes. Um, everything you need to submit is there, as well as our informational um little form if you would like to hear us talk about a certain topic you can also suggest them there um that has all of our information with our email our backstories as well um our backstories sounds like we're tragic like yeah not our backstories and they're literally just like one sentence of like i go to ucla you go to northwestern we're just two crazy gals trying to make it in the city but um two broke two broke girls mm -hmm. that's uh but um and so yeah you can it's a nice place i designed the website you can find a whole bunch of fun stuff there um yeah go go check it out see what's over yeah. there you can also look at our instagram we have fun little graphic-y thingies um and you can also go listen to the rest of our episodes yeah and if you if you want to recommend our episodes to any friends or family uh you can tell them they can find our episodes if you want to recommend them to any friends family anyone who's interested in storytelling playwrights healthy relationships apparently uh you can send them to they can see it on see it listen to it like i said sanity sanity is at an all-time low um (laughs) yes this is this is just the same as like working for like five hours on transcribing a song on finale and your computer crashing and then you just start cackling that's that's the kind of energy (laughs) that's not a flex that's a that's (laughs) a flex what's the opposite of a flex it's it's the um oh, it's Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. Stitcher. I'm gonna make Stitcher's my Valentine this uh Stitcher's this your year. Valentine this Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah. This is I, I want them to slide into my DMs. Oh yikes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so you can go anywhere, almost anywhere you can find podcasts, you can find our podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have any final thoughts this Valentine's Day, Mitchell? 
I really should have started a relationship with the uh, Zoom record button earlier this evening. Uh, that way we would have a full episode right now and I wouldn't have something to say for final thoughts. Anyway, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week or half of us will see you next week. We'll find out. <laughs> see you next week. <laughs>